Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. How about those jeans? From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. We needed it. Sorry. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. I'm not letting myself get bothered by your immaturity any longer. (laughs) Woo! Theo, did he just give us the green light one more time? One more time, though. How about those jeans? Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Can you undo the Bills one with me? See, this is the thing. He's poking at me with the Chiefs, though he's openly defying you, Theo, because he thinks the Bills and wants the Bills to win. I'm confused by that. On Sunday. He's just a constant troll. He's just trolling both of them. Stoner show troll today. Oh, my God. Who who are you going to troll when the Chiefs win this weekend? Probably the uh, state of Wisconsin after Baker Mayfield gives him that work. You have so many bad takes. I mean, I not work. If you're gonna troll, at least know the games. So many bad takes. The city of Detroit. Actually, you know it is the city of Detroit because I'm at the Florida Panthers game last night, and I forgot all the snowbirds were down here yeah. from Detroit. I forgot they packed the whole place out and they beat the Panthers in overtime. Back to back overtime losses for the Cats. You know what? It's okay. They still got the point. They still got the point. Detroit's up right now. It's the Wolverines. The Lions. Yeah, you're right. Detroit is it. What about the Pistons? Well, they're up in the uh, draft lottery. Uh, (laughs) So uh, we'll get a good pick. Sorry, I'll I'll go after the city of Detroit. That's on me. It's it's a little embarrassing. Uh, Real quick, can we have some? All right, do your thing. Do your do your Josh Allen thing. You're going to do a Josh. How about those Bills? Bills. All right, but he's Uh, not. He wouldn't be one to join in on a Bills chant. You no. got a wrong audience. Yeah. Right. Right. Tough crowd. Uh, could we uh, get a little uh, a little breaking news, please, Stone? A little breaking news. Breaking news on ESPN 106.3 is brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. If your vehicle has issues with braking or other issues, get it fixed right, right now at St. Lucie Battery and Tire. The Atlanta Falcons have announced. <gasps> uh that they've interviewed oh. Eagles offensive coordinator Brian Johnson oh. for their head coaching position. Wait, no, they didn't. Yep. Wait, hold on a second. Isn't that the, no. the NBC news anchor guy, Brian Williams? Or no, 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 that's that's no Brian Johnson. Okay, same no, thing. No, no, no. Brian Johnson, offensive coordinator of the Eagles. No, they didn't interview that guy. Why would they interview that guy? <laughs> I mean, that was my question. No, 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 no. This is a joke. Uh, that was that was my question. I was hoping. Are they for just trying to for fulfill real? the Rooney Rule? <laughs> Why would they interview that guy right now? He not did sure. not. He. What are what? He is what they call in the business low stock right now. I don't understand. Honestly, I'm not even trying to be denigrated. I'm sure the guy's good. I'm sure he's, he was good at something at one point. He was not good as an <laughs> offensive coordinator for the Eagles this past year. I think Ken's on to something. Buy low. <laughs> buy. Yeah, sure. Buy low. This is. You know what that means to me? He's going to be their crypto coach. You know what that means to me? Because I also saw the announcement that they interviewed Belichick a second time, I think. Isn't that what I saw? I saw something about that. You might have got sacked. You think so? It was a, it was a sure. notification. But anyway, what that says uh, to me is that they've already made the decision. What if he had notifications of ball sack sports popping up on his phone? No! Subscribe. <laughs> Ashley's like, what is that? You don't worry about it. No, I'm just getting sacked. Those guys are pretty good. <laughs> uh, so I don't know why they would do that. Yes, Ian Rappaport, three hours ago. Excuse me, I just, just spit all over the all mic. Over yeah, I know. It was crazy. Yeah. Ian Rappaport, three hours ago. Former Patriots coach Bill Belichick will have a second interview with the Falcons brass this weekend. So on the same morning that they announced they're having a second interview with Bill Belichick, they interview a guy that has done literally 
nothing well for the Eagles <laughs> this year. Like, imagine I mean, imagine how Kyle Pitts feels, or some of the some of the weapons there who haven't been used, and now you're bringing. Come on, man, Ryan Johnson. He couldn't make it happen with AJ AJ Brown and and Devonta Smith and Dallas Goddard and and DeAndre Swift and Jalen Hurts. But I mean, they played great. This season, the offense did not. I think AJ Brown probably had over a thousand yards. The, the team played their behind. The off. offense played worse than they did last year, though. It was a step back. Brian Johnson was a step back this year for the Eagles. Yeah, and that's all I'm saying is like, how the hell so, do you get a head coaching interviewing? I hate to admit it, but I wonder if you're right. Yes, they've already made the decision. Just Rooney rule. This is some. I mean, I hate. To, trust me, I hate. Thought you were talking about Bill. Yeah, it's some nasty business. I yeah, Bill Belichick was the Rooney rule interview. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he counts. Uh-uh. Um, God, my first reaction was why, and I I'm think with you. The only thing I can, and I, again, I don't want to speculate this way. This is very, I think it's dangerous funny to speculate. speculation this way, but it just feels like why are you interviewing that guy? Why else? They might as well just interviewed you. Yeah, damn right, damn right. And I'll take the, the Atlanta Falcons have interviewed Theo Dorsey. Yes. Yes, for their head to, coaching position. You want me to rerun it? I'm only slightly worse than what's yeah. ESPN. There we go. 1063 is brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. If your vehicle has issues with braking or other issues, get it fixed right, right now at St. Lucie Battery and Tire. According to Ken Levicka on ESPN 1063, the Atlanta Falcons have just interviewed Theo Dorsey yes. for their head coaching position. That's why I was late this morning coming in. <laughs> so, yep, had to tie some things up with Arthur Blank. Uh, I had this great plan for for Pitts. I was gonna put Pitts at QB. Oh, right, Kyle mm. Pitts at QB, a big dude. He can wow. move. B. John Robinson. I'm gonna put him at tight end Oof. and just really shift things up in the NFC South. That's enough to get past the the, the NFC South, right? Baker Mayfield. I can do that. <laughs> do God. you think that when a team who has absolutely no desire to hire a black head coach, but they need to fulfill the Rooney yes. rule. They need to notify the league. Do you think there's like a secret phone? There's like a, they've got a, every, every team at the, at the, at the uh, organization office has like a black phone and it's a secret line to the NFL headquarters in New York city. And they pick it up and they say, job's done. Yeah. And then the NFL team says, good, conduct your search. Yeah. Is that how that works? I how mean, else can you prove that? We have to be kidding ourselves. If we think, with the league having the Rooney rule in place. Because it, it's already been reports about it over the past three, four, or five years, especially with all the Eric oh, yeah. enemy stuff, where a team knows who they want to get. And I can't blame you for wanting to get Bill Belichick, right? I mean, at that point, who's going to knock you for getting the greatest coach of all time in the NFL? But if a team knows who he wants to get, yeah, they're yeah. going to. And, and the rule is you have to you have to interview, I think, two minority candidates if you have a head coaching job. I, I think that's I what it so, is. Yeah then, of course, they're going to just interview two minority co- candidates. And I'm not saying that's what they did here, but it looks an awful like a lot like it. Yeah, I'm not going to say that's what they did, but it definitely feels like that's what they did. If you're interviewing Bill Belichick for a second yeah, time this had, weekend. He has number two coming in. I doubt Brian Johnson's getting number two. And and you know what? If and The only way they could prove me wrong is if Brian Johnson gets a bunch of other interviews this <laughs> right. offseason. Or becomes the head coach. Because right. how are you interviewing Brian Johnson, Brian Johnson for the same job that Bill Belichick is interviewing for? Brian Johnson's stock has never, ever, ever been lower. Yes. I'm sure he's the uh, coach in the NFL. I, he he drove that team into the ground. Yes. Uh, if you were really serious, that Eric Bieniemy would be in Atlanta interviewing right. for right. this job, right? Right, but, but if they're not interviewing him, it's because they know he's a serious candidate for what they want. But in all actuality, I think they've already made their mind up. Yeah. Brian Johnson, it just feels like it feels like a Rooney Rule you, interview. You think Eric Benamy's happy in Washington right now, watching his Chiefs play <laughs> on the divisional weekend? I mean, like, like this, you know this, what? this couldn't have been how it 
come on. I think he kind of is because it's not like they're getting there because the offense was magnificent. Like they still felt his his loss. His impact was still felt on his sure. way out the door. Matt Nagy is Absolutely. not doing a wonderful job. Absolutely. And he's probably also happy to see his guys succeeding. Eric doesn't have a quarterback. Ooh. They're terrible. You did listen to Ron Rivera every day. And he's in he's he's in prime position to get that that job. I was going to say, how is Eric Bieniemy not yet the job, uh, uh, the head coach of the Washington Commanders? It's a great question because it's I mean, an internal hire. You should be able to happen quick. I mean, I guess the same question: How has Eric Bieniemy not been hired yet as a head coach? Period is probably <laughs> another appropriate question. People keep the storyline was always Eric Bieniemy's a bad interviewer, t- and then and then this year, remember they were leaking out, oh players. Uh, players don't like how Eric Bieniemy sends his messaging. He yells at them. One player, LaShawn McCoy. Right. Like, come on, man. I'm like, what is he doing on these interviews? Is he walking in there and punching you in the forehead? <laughs> like, he's walking happening? in with a big hoagie. He's like, hey, you guys want some? Yeah. Like, what is he? Like, what is he doing? I don't. That needs to get solidified. If Gerard Mayo is already a head coach of the Patriots. The, the Washington Commanders need to figure that out already. Yeah. So, like, come on. Uh, let me tell you people about the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. I don't know if you guys have heard, it is number one in the entire freaking United States of America. Postgraduate wow. Sport Management degrees. Number one in the nation. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Find out more, FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. That's FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. That, of course, means number one in the state of Florida and number 10 in the world, according to the publication Sport Business Number 10 ranked in the world postgraduate sport management degree program. What does that mean? It means that you are learning everything you need to to get into a successful job in the world of sports when you get your MBA with the FAU MBA sport management program. It means you're meeting the right people. It means you're getting the best internships. It means you are put in the best position to succeed and realize your dream of getting into the sports industry. FAU.edu slash MBA sport. FAU.edu slash MBA sport been thriving since the year 2000. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program classes online fau.edu slash MBA Sport or on campus in Boca Raton. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Stone, I wanted to ask you do you want to hear the uh, people and things that made me eat bleep over the last week and a half. It would... Now, going to the South Florida Fair was my favorite moment of 2024 so far. Besides smooching my girlfriend when the ball dropped. Oh, That was save. the original number one. Congrats on it. The, yeah, I yeah, appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Seriously, it was huge. Stone, um, stone touched a girl. Yeah. <laughs> but this right here... New Year, new stone. ...would be competing... <laughs> With that number one spot for All my right. favorite moment of 2024. Time now for a new segment called Who Made Ken Eat Bleep? Here. No. Oh, I guess we could do that. That's gross. <laughs> I thought we had something else lined up for that. <laughs> you, how are you going to say that's gross? I mean, that's what it is. You're yeah, saying no, you're I eating bleep. I understand that, but I didn't think it was going to be that graphic. <laughs> Stone knows what I'm talking about, this I think. Is... All right, whatever. Uh, a segment we like to call <laughs> Ken Eats bleep. <laughs> no? I thought we went over this. Go ahead and play the track, man. Uh, flatulence? Uh, <laughs> no, he's going to actually play you eating it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that. You don't want to do that? I don't want to do that. 
I don't want to do that. I don't know why, but it makes it two times funny. You're like, <laughs> no, it's so nasty. It's so that that like started visualizing. We're, we're pushing it on listing lunch. Yeah. Uh, let alone a segment called <laughs> "Guess Who Made Ken Lavica Eat Bleed." <laughs> now, the way I'll frame this too is that it's a little self-serving, and I do apologize for that. I think some people are always like, oh, Ken making it about himself, making it about himself. But I think, Theo, you would agree, and yeah. Stone would definitely agree, that there's nothing, thank you, that there's nothing that that makes people feel better than me acknowledging that right. I have to eat some bleep. Yes. Right? Like, that's a good thing for you. That's a good thing for Stone. It's a good thing for everybody. Can we can we get a reset button on this, Stone? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Time now, time now for a new segment we like to call... This is who or what made Ken Levicka eat bleep. <laughs> Thank you. Much better. <laughs> so instead of chewing on bleep, you want to, them to hear a, a loud, thunderous flatulence? Correct. Okay. Correct. That's a little bit better for the segment. Just try one more time. For, I mean, I'm sorry. This, yeah, this just get it clean. Who made Ken Levicka eat? <laughs> that was disgusting. Uh, see, that's Here good. Go. That's perfect. I like that. Uh, uh, we'll start with the Detroit Lions. You remember early in the year, I said that, well, 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 well. I just don't know if they've got it in them. Got it in them to get into the playoffs, make a playoff run. They're improved, but I don't know if they've got it in them. Well, Stone, can we hear how it all culminated? The celebration from Ford Field after beating the Rams on NBC. Mike. You live in this area. Give me some idea of what this is. There's a term around here, SOL. Same old Lions. They always find a way to screw it up. And Dan Campbell changed that mentality, changed that with the people who brought in. They've lost their last nine playoff appearances. It's a team that believes in themselves. And they didn't have a great second half, but... This will be one of the most memorable nights in Detroit football for that 89-year-old and the 62,000 others here. One more knee and business is done. And Detroit, for the first time in 32 years, your Lions have won a playoff game. Have at it. So, yeah. The Detroit Lions definitely made me eat bleep, and they did so to an extent. Where the Miami Dolphins are now the longest playoff drought wow. in the entire NFL. 24 years. <laughs> oh, man. Oh that is good production there from you, Stone. When it's worded that they're the only team to not win a playoff game this century, like, I mean, yeah, no, it hurts. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, how about when people say this millennium? Yeah, yeah. So the Detroit Lions made Ken Levicka eat bleep. Who else made Ken Levicka eat bleep in this past two weeks? A new segment we call Who Made Ken Levicka Eat Bleep here on ESPN 106.3. What about Dan Campbell? And what about Todd Bowles? Those two mm. won playoff games this postseason. Todd Bowles, head coach, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. Dan Campbell, head coach, Detroit Lions. You know what it makes it now in the record books? Playoff victories since the year 2000. The Miami Dolphins, none. Their two interim head coaches from the 2010s, two. Wow. That's right. The Miami Dolphins, still without a playoff victory since 2000, but their two interim head coaches in 2010. Todd Bowles took over for Tony Sperano. Dan Campbell took over for Joe Philbin. They have two 
playoff wins combined. Pathetic. That's me eating some bleep. Thanks. The Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. They also made me eat a whole lot of bleep. I said, you remember this, on these airwaves, Theo, I told you I think this is the better matchup than the Bills for the Miami Dolphins. Yep. This is the better matchup. Unfortunately, the better matchup came in a human freezer, mm. 30 below, and it turns out that the Dolphins couldn't handle a depleted, bad receiving core, and I'm left holding a colostomy bag in my hand mm. with a whole lot of bleep in it yeah. because I declared Chiefs better matchup, and you know what? I was wrong, and the Chiefs made me eat bleep. Yeah, get your bib. That one sounded a little wet. Yeah, that was rough. Uh, so I have to acknowledge, Theo, that your Chiefs made me eat bleep as well. Yeah, and they're also going to make you dress up like a peacock. Yeah, they definitely are making me dress up like a peacock. Can you eat the bleep dressed as a peacock? Can you do that? Well, I'll, well, we can do the segment with me dressed as a peacock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, who made Ken Levicka eat bleep here on ESPN 106.3? Mario Cristobal. Mario Cristobal mm. made me eat bleep. I don't know if there's anybody in this market that is more critical of Mario Cristobal than yours truly. Would you Would you say that's pretty accurate, Stone? It is. From it, his it in-game is. coaching to his recruiting. Is uh, recruiting okay? Uh, his okay. in-game coaching, not good. Uh, I was wondering what he was going to do for a quarterback, and he stuck with it. And he got Washington State product Cam Ward just a week and a half after Cam Ward declared for the NFL draft. Cam Ward, Miami Hurricane. The Canes win the quarterback transfer portal this offseason. Mario Cristobal, he, uh, he quite simply made me, uh, made me eat bleep. <laughs> and then there's Jordan Love and Baker Mayfield. Jordan Love and Baker Mayfield made me eat bleep. First, Jordan Love, and I want to go back to October, October the 22nd, when I tweeted the following. I'm reading this verbatim, Theo, oh, okay? This is glorious. I'm reading this verbatim. Oh, man. Tyson Bajant, greater than Jordan Love. Wow. You said that. I put that out for the public to see. And Jordan Love now is one victory away from the NFC Championship game in his first postseason appearance. Then there's Baker Mayfield, who we've made into a punchline on this show. Yeah. But no one more than me. As Stone has stood by his man, he has shown loyalty to Baker Mayfield, saying this man's going to go to Tampa, and I think he can win. It may not be pretty at times, but I think he can win. Don't give up on this guy who was running practice squad D-line with the uh, Carolina Panthers a year ago. Okay, This man, Baker Mayfield, not only won the NFC South, but he throttled. I mean, throttled Brian Johnson and the Philadelphia Eagles. I think the biggest biggest pile of bleep that I need to eat this football season it's Baker Mayfield well inside field goal range lofted up Godwin touchdown Tampa Bay Godwin touchdown it up Godwin touchdown Tampa Bay and thus concludes who made Ken Levicka eat bleep Dude, that's like why in the world I didn't, is that? I didn't. Is that uh, like pennies? You didn't invent that one. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Tried a new one. I, I have a more scared. traditional one just to dismount. Just a more. Tra- yeah. This is who made Ken Levicka. No, this is who made Ken Levicka eat bleep. <laughs> oh, 
I don't know if we're bringing that back. Uh, it, it'll be tough, but we got to re-workshop it. We'll talk about it. We'll yeah, have some know. meetings. I don't even know if we need to talk about it, to be quite <laughs> honest. I think we can just flush that one. So no pun intended. is this segment making you eat bleep, too? Yeah, I, was, I tell you what. I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> this segment made Ken Levicka eat bleep. <laughs> no, Jesus, <laughs> God, man. There wasn't even any left. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's all I was looking for. Holy hell. Uh, you know what we should do to make up for that? Because that was an abject disaster. <laughs> we tried, though. Hard. We tried. I and mean, we, we really tried. For we sure. really, really tried. I thought that was going to come out better. Hey, boy. Uh, why don't we give away a four-pack to the South Florida Fair? How about that? That, that would That's help only, That is the only gift that I can provide people for going through the last 10 minutes yeah. like they did. They deserve it. Oh, boy. Uh, four-pack of tickets to the South Florida Fair for entry valid Tuesday through Friday. Tuesday through Friday, South Florida Fair in full effect at the South Florida Fairgrounds. We have a four-pack of tickets for you for caller number seven. Dive into the fun at the South Florida Fair and join the South Florida Fair as they dive into the fun and celebrate ocean and marine wildlife. See a live shark show. Get up close with sea lions. Walk through an immersive underwater experience and interact with local organizations that educate their community on how to keep the oceans healthy, clean, and thriving. You can purchase tickets at SouthFloridaFair.com or you can be the seventh caller. Siete. For those of you Spanish speakers, seventh caller right now, four-pack South Florida Fair tickets Tuesday through Friday. They're eligible for, so don't think you're showing up over the weekend. Hey, I'm here. No, it doesn't work like that. These are valid Tuesday through Friday. Four-pack of tickets South Florida Fair now. Seventh caller, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Four-pack of tickets South Florida Fair to caller number seven when we come back. That's the Odorsi, that's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levicka, Levicka, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Oh, it's good to be back on the air. Who won the uh, South Florida Fair tickets, by the way? Tom from West Palm Beach. Congratulations to Tom in West Palm. You have four tickets. Count them four. Four tickets to the South Florida Fair. You can use them Tuesday through Friday. At the South Florida Fairgrounds. That is the South Florida Fair. Get out there. Get your tickets. SouthFloridaFair.com or at Publix. Yeah. Can I make a recommendation? Yeah, sure. Fried Oreos. That's the best thing going out there. Fried Oreos. I don't care what else you do at the South Florida Fair. Enjoy it all. There's a lot. There's the expo. There's all kind of stuff. There's all the rides. All kind of different fried foods. The Sea Lion Expedition. The Sea Lion Expedition. Sea Lion's not for consumption, though. Yeah. No, no, Just no, no. for no. watching. No, those I'm don't come I'm not sure Sea fried. Lion tastes good, either. No, not like Penguin would. Yeah. But I would say this. Don't you leave the South Florida Fair without those fried Oreos. Yeah. And I don't even like Oreo. I would agree. You can go see the sharks. You can go pet the uh, stingrays or the manta, manta rays. rays. Yeah. Stone, did you pet the manta rays when you were at the fair on Friday? I didn't. I was getting my face painted. Oh, that's right. Wow. You get your face painted. How long did it take to get that uh, that paint off? Less than five minutes. Oh, that's oh, perfect. As far, yeah, I just came off in the shower. Oh, okay, good. But I did go out with it that night. Yeah, we <laughs> heard. I kept it on my face. We heard. 
We heard there were there were reports uh, that they some, somebody saw Stone the Bandwitz out with the unicorn painted on his face. That's yep. good. Confirm. That's really, really good. Uh, EDS. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. They've been doing it since 2006. Family owned and operated. Here they service Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. EDS Air Conditioning. Get your appointment set up now. EDSairconditioning.com. EDSairconditioning.com. My suggestion would be that now that you might be able to, for the next couple of weeks, still occasionally turn that AC off. This is the time to get EDS out there to make sure that your AC unit is functioning properly in great working order for when you're having to run that thing 24-7 for about a 10-month straight span. Take advantage of the time now you have with comfortable weather to get your AC unit checked out. Mother Nature's giving you a little cushion. Take it. She is a feckle, feckle beast sometimes, and she is going to deliver the heat here very soon. So make sure it's EDS. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. I meant fickle, not feckle. EDSairconditioning.com. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. Theo, what do you think? Should we uh, should we spin the wheel of topics here? Would love to. All right. Would love to. Uh, Stone, why don't you go ahead and give the wheel of topics our first spin of the day? Wheel, Wheel of, of topics. topics. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy is the topic our wheel has landed on. He will be back next season as the Dallas Cowboys head coach. What I say to that, Theo, not a surprise. Jason Garrett got three, four, five different chances as Dallas Cowboys head coach. There's no way after 12-win season, 12-win season, despite all the playoff failures, that Mike McCarthy was going to be booted out the door because there was never a chance Bill Belichick would come work. For Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy, it's the most obvious thing that the man doesn't get fired. I think so. I think you just said the magic words, though. I thought there was a chance Mike McCarthy would go because of how, like, prolific the head coaching candidates were this year. But Jerry Jones is still Jerry Jones, and he doesn't want a Harbaugh or a Belichick coming in, taking the glory. So it makes sense he sticks with his guy. Jerry Jones wants it all about Jerry Jones still, and those two would certainly take the glean off of Jerry Jones. So. The Cowboys were never in the market for a coach, in my opinion, this offseason, this cycle. I thought, though, I thought because Jerry Jones is kind of getting up there and he's running out of years to get a Super Bowl back to Dallas, and I know that's what he wants more than anything, he would stop at nothing, but I guess that there was a line. He's as close as he's going to be right now. I mean, that's pretty far so away. you think Mike McCarthy's hit his ceiling? That's pretty far away, though. Yeah. I- Oh, yeah. you're saying I think 37 wins in the past three seasons. Like you're not back to back to back 12 win seasons. I mean, you're not going to get it closer than you are right now. Here's the thing: yeah, is there I a such thing closer? Is there a such thing as hiring a coach to fix postseason failure? There's not. See, that's my problem. Is Mike McCarthy is maximizing what's there? He's got all that talent. He won the division. I just it almost seems like I don't think there's a a magic playoff touch architect that's going to be hireable and come in. I don't think that exists. That's you when, either have it or you don't on your roster. It's when your quarterback steps up and does it for you, typically. Yeah. I mean, I, I, all of, yeah, like, is it a Mike McCarthy problem or a Dak Prescott problem in the postseason? It's, it's both. It's both. It's both. But what I'll say is, like, you trust Bill Belichick in the playoffs. You trust the Jim Harbaugh in the playoffs. I don't know that we can confidently say we trust Mike McCarthy in the playoffs. And I think... 
Yes, there's a question about Dak Prescott, too, but he's harder to replace. Mike McCarthy, all you could do is snap of the fingers, fire him, bring in a new guy. It's not a simple fix because they got to bring in their own guys and the systems. and all. But come January next year, we're in the same position. The Cowboys win 11, 12 games, and they're back in the playoffs. Dak Prescott at the helm. You know, Mike McCarthy with the headset. We're going to have this same conversation. And when they lose again, it's going to be kind of like what Mike Greenberg tweeted out. You know, the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. But that's happened with every coach that they've had in the last 15 years. Yeah. So I don't know. Right. You just keep hiring people that are going to have the same outcome. Like, I just don't know what you do. I don't, know, I, I don't necessarily think this is all Mike McCarthy's fault. I don't either. I think it's Jerry Jones, but I don't know. Well, the, the problem the, is he came into Sorry, Stone. The problem yeah. is he came into Dallas with a reputation on being able to win in the postseason, too. And he continued. But was that an Aaron Rodgers problem? Because Aaron Rodgers has shown right. that he can't win in the postseason. Like, it's a confluence of postseason crap here, but there's multiple people to blame, not just Mike McCarthy. There's one lesson that we should all take from this, and it's the fact that winning a Super Bowl is hard. That's it. It's not an easy winning thing to do. Winning a playoff game is hard. Winning a playoff game. Well, not if you're the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, yeah, is different. hard to do. I, I just, I'm not surprised by Mike McCarthy retaining his job. And you can pound your fist on the table and have spittle flying from your mouth all you want. There's no use in being angry because this is how it was always going to be. It's how it was always going to be with the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy. And with Jerry Jones as the owner. Also, I'm not invested in the success of that franchise, so I don't care. Yeah, yeah sure. bring him back. Sure. <laughs> like, keep, yeah, keep running him back, and it's entertainment for the whole family in the playoffs. Hell yeah, we'll yeah. have a great time watching you guys rise. You'll have a couple blowout wins over the Giants in the regular yeah. season. We'll call you the greatest defense of all time, and then yeah. you'll fall out in the playoffs again. Cool. Uh, let's spin the wheel of topics. Wheel, wheel of, of topics. topics. Nick. Sirianni. Boy, did we spend a lot of time talking about Nick Sirianni yesterday. Stone's guy. Stone loves Nick Sirianni. says, there is no way you can blame Nick Sirianni for the failures of the Philadelphia Eagles. You want to blame someone? Jalen Hurts. Look at the man from Alabama. Jalen Hurts. That's the man who screwed a lot of things up in the back half of the season for the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, Theo and I tend to lean a little bit more towards Nick Sirianni as the purveyor of failure late in the season. The offense completely fell apart. That team never looked the same after Stockton went to Indianapolis and Gannon went to Arizona, uh, respectively offensive and defensive coordinator last year for the NFC champion Eagles. Well, Fletcher Cox was asked yesterday, Philadelphia Eagles media availability, locker room availability, postseason availability. Fletcher Cox was asked by a Philadelphia reporter about the rumors of Nick Sirianni possibly not being back as head coach. And here is the tumultuous response. You know, gotten any wind on what's going to happen to Nick and Henry? You have confidence in if you, if you do come back, that um, confidence in him if he's also the head coach. Like any news about what about Nick? Nick, I mean, there's obviously some speculation about whether he may be fired or not. Um, huh? Yeah. Come on, man. Not man, head football coach of this team, man. Come on, man. We ain't. We ain't there ain't even no discussion about okay, that. Yeah, okay, you don't think it's gonna like, happen? Like I, I don't. I don't got anything to say about that, man. You're a clown, bro. Get out of my face, bro. You're a clown, man. Get out of my face, bro. That's Fletcher Cox, uh, not taking kindly to a question about Nick Sirianni and whether or not he's going to be back. Uh, the question was objectively weak. <laughs> hey, have you caught wind of uh, what might be happening with uh, Nick Sirianni? Some people say that uh, he might be fired. That's bad questioning. I could see where Fletcher Cox is really annoyed by that. The proper journalism question would be, 
Do you believe that Nick Sirianni should continue to be the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles after this season? Fletcher Cotts might get mad. Much better question. He also, I, he, he, the first question was, what's your confidence level? It was, it was a gauge of how confident you are in Nick Sirianni if he is retained, and then Fletcher threw him off with the follow-up. Yeah, because uh, then the, the questioner got flustered yes, and he, just started rambling he, after that. He was, but you know what? I, I, I watched that a few different times, and I asked some of my guys that, that covered the NFL, like, what's up with this? And apparently there were... There was a history between Fletcher Cox and this reporter, oh, too. Oh, really? So that that plays into why God. Fletcher Cox was so... Went full clown mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't just the question. It was also the history involved with it, too. But Got I it. do get a veteran like Fletcher Cox being a little frustrated following a loss sure. that he knows they should have been able to beat the Bucks. And your team was an embarrassment for the last six weeks, seven weeks of the season. Yeah, and he's acting like he's clueless that Nick Sirianni's job would be in yeah. question. It's been all through... He, they, he lives in Philadelphia. He yeah. can't turn his car on or his TV on without probably hearing about Nick Sirianni's job being in question. So, um, but yeah, I, I get the hostility yeah. there came from a little history. I would, I, if I were Fletcher Cox, I would be uh, in a bad mood. Yeah, as well. Uh, I, I don't know if necessarily like was it the greatest question? No, did it have to no. be asked? Absolutely. Fletcher Cox was he going to react like that to any question about Nick Sirianni? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And you move on, right? Uh, let's spin the wheel again. Deal of topics. Do we have to break out that WD-40 again, get that thing greased up a little bit? To be honest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Customer etiquette. Customer etiquette is the next topic that the Wheel of Topics has landed on. So I was at uh, the Publix right across the street from us here, our, the Square Studios in downtown West Palm Beach the other day, getting some, uh, some lunch items. I'd like to buy my lunch items on Monday uh, just for the week and then have them here at our offices here in downtown West Palm Beach. So I'm checking out 10 items or less. I'm checking out. And the guy behind me, he puts down the little, uh, the, the separator, right? Mm. The divider. So you don't get your groceries mixed up on the conveyor belt, right? Mm. So he puts his stuff down and I'm up uh, by the cashier and I say, hey, thank you. I pay. Thank you. Have a great day. A great, great public service as always, right? So the guy behind me, he's standing there. The cashier goes, sir, how you doing today? And he goes verbatim, I'm tired. <laughs> And that right there, I'm like, who does that? That's terrible. There is not a single cashier or salesperson on the planet who, when they ask you, hey, how you doing? The last thing they actually want to hear is how you're really doing. Yeah. I'm here to check your check out your groceries. I'm here to scan your items. I'm here to bag your stuff. I'm here to hand it to you and make a paycheck and then get out after an eight-hour shift and head home and kick my feet up. I'm not here to be your amateur psychologist. So if you think that you should be going to grocery stores or any store for that matter, and the cashier or the salesperson asks you, hey, how you doing today, sir? And you respond with, I'm tired or my marriage is broken my kids are failing. No, no, don't do that. Lie, say, great, thank you, and you, and move on with your day. You got to learn how to fake it. You got to learn how to fake it, man. You can't. Tired. What are you supposed to respond? I'm sorry. Yeah. How are you supposed to respond to that? I'm tired. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. Well, here's your Funyuns. Yeah. I, I actually couldn't disagree more. Oh, wow. This guy here. He I've, thinks everybody cares about him. I've done this plenty of times. Mr. Look at me over yeah. here. I've done this plenty of times. 
in the checkout line, whether it's the grocery store, the mall, retail, like whatever it is, I've dropped the I'm tired plenty of times. Oh. See, that sucks. Brad that makes Joy. you a sucky customer. Yeah, you're, you're draining people with that, man. Yeah. Energy is again created. I or destroyed. Disagree with that too. It's transfer because these people go about their day. I typically follow it up with because they she wasn't recip she didn't receive that well. If they say, "Oh my God, me too," I'd say when you start. And like, doesn't matter. I got an hour left. And I'm like, hey, keep going. And then we laugh, right? Because <laughs> I'm one of them. I've done this plenty of times. I've left. No, but you can't set the tone for no, that. Listen, you, you and then, as a customer and then, can't set the tone for that. And then I'll take it a step further. Like, you talk about these people just, I just want my paycheck. But they haven't had actual human interaction in four hours, maybe. So, God forbid they have an actual conversation. You don't know that. But at the same time, and you do because... Why would you want a conversation about negative. something that's negative? You because what if they're tired too? I, I more than 50% of the time get, oh my God, me freaking too. Of course, because they're at work. How would you feel if Ex somebody came in here to do an interview with us and the first thing yeah. they say is, man, I'm tired. Yeah. If yeah, I'm I, exhausted. Right, I don't want to be here. Right, but right. You're the How are you doing today? Oh, my prostate's acting up. Yeah. No, and it's that, like, all right, it, well, that, let's do the interview. My prostate is a lot different than I'm tired because all of us are tired. Nah, We're tired right now. But Keep, it, keep oh. your ailments to yourself. No. If you're gonna Talk go, to people. If you're going to go shopping and you're you're checking out items, when the, when the person at the counter asks, how you doing today? Don't respond with, I'm tired. Nobody Just cares say, about I'm you. great. Thank you. And yourself? Yes. And you move on. It's not memorable. And that is the wheel of topics. Boy, did we save our ass after uh, our terrible Ken Levicka eats bleep segment. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken Levicka. Theo Stone. ESPN 106.3. Now. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Stone, do we want an injury emporium? Injury emporium? Hut! Green! Hut! Hut! Oh, no. There's a man down. After what happened to the Heat last night in Toronto, I will be lighting a candle for Jaime Jaquez Jr.'s groin tonight. Jaime mm. Jaquez Jr. is still going to be out a number of games with a groin problem. He says it's not as serious, according to the Sun Sentinel, as his groin problem earlier in the year. Will somebody stretch that man's groin already? Jesus. Come on. Come Get on. Two groin injuries in the same season. Someone stretch Triple J's groin. Get him right. I'm a Hawkins Jr. and his groin, the subject of our Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit BaptistHealth.net slash orthocare today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealthnet slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash orthocare. Cam McCormick, Miami Hurricanes tight end, has just gained wow. eligibility for a ninth year. His ninth year of college football. At what point do we say enough is enough? Uh, uh, like seven. Like six. Like, yeah, three years on. ago. Yeah. Half a decade ago. Seven's way too long. Like four years is when you call Nine it. Nine years. Can you imagine? Like, he's going to go to his high school reunion 20 years from now. And the guy who used to sit next to him in algebra walks up. He's like, oh, bro, what do you do for a living? 
play college football. <laughs> Pretty dope. Hey, come on, man. He's, you know what he's I, trying to do? Yeah, I know what he's doing. He's, he's Van Wilder. You no, know, he's trying to get in the next uh, NCAA college football game. He doesn't want that game to come out without him on it. They kept teasing the past couple of he's years. He's going to try and hold out as long as he can. He's playing this extra season, so he'll be on the NCAA football Why game. Why don't you go get a job? <laughs> there has not been ever a college football player who earned social security checks. We're about to have the first. Almost. Congrats, Cam McCormick. That's Theo. That's Don. I'm Ken. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.